Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Pastor. You're back with Rachel Bedell and I'm here with JP Trollio. Yeah, so good to be back. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yes. We're, 20, we've made 24. it. 24. Gosh. Feels like it's like those, like, what was that movie? Like the, or the show, The Jetsons? Yeah. It's like, isn't the time, isn't this the time we're supposed to have like flying cars and I stuff? I don't remember <laughs> The Jetsons. That's so funny. That's such a throwback. Yeah, I, I uh, this is, this is going to be a fun year. Yeah. I hope you all had a, an amazing Christmas um, and Happy New Year. Yeah. It's 2024. I am about to turn 37. We're there. And I'm having those conversations with Rachel about how I am very, very close to 40. <laughs> And uh, it's a bit you're of like a, on. Yeah, you're getting closer on the one hand. It's like a bit of a panic. Yeah, I've yeah. lost the the two hands before 40. And now I'm down to like, what, three fingers left? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's a personal counseling moment. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I'll carry. I'm doing 32, but it's my favorite number. So we're 32. doing two. Yeah. Why? Christian Leitner. Uh, I'm going to we're going to lose some followers. You might lose <laughs> Sorry, a handful of our followers because of that comment. Um, yeah big duke fan yeah sorry about it but yeah that's why i'm 32 so 32 is my year you know speaking of podcasts <laughs> we're here we're just here coach um, k coach k has been doing shout out to coach k from duke might be one of the greatest coaches leaders he's not a good podcaster oh i don't know if he has a podcast oh he does he has a podcast he does he's he just is I just thought more or less was talking from like a leadership oh, yeah. coach standpoint. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't know all the things behind the scenes and who knows, but from what I've seen, read, heard, seems like a, I'd Pre- play for him. Yeah. I'd run through a wall for him. For sure. Great, great coach. Yeah. It's the so best. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Off the sports. Um, happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. We're back. And uh, yeah, I know last episode we talked a lot about adversity and just getting into, you know, I feel like it's always, and also too, it's like New Year's, it's always like people have these new goals, all these things. So, hey, let's like have that of how to deal with adversity, what we're doing with it. Um, have that as a goal this year. Deal goal this with year. adversity well. It's <laughs> um, a good goal. And so we talked about, you know, what, what you really do, some things of taking that gap between meetings or whatever, if you just had like a tough conversation or dealing with adversity more so in the moment. But I think one thing that we've just been thinking about is just like how you deal with adversity like I guess a little bit after the fact like once you're like truly in it but like aftermath so you get home you have that call you're sitting with it you're like needing to process me with Rachel or elders and it's kind of that action plan of like what do you do then when it's like you're sitting in your own thoughts after those big conversations yeah that's a great question and I I would I would put a lot of money I'm not a gambling man but I put a lot of money on pastors that this might be one of the hardest things in the ministry or as a leader, if you're a leader listening to this in whatever um, arena you're in, is how to, we talked a little bit about how to not carry it on you and in you past the point where you, like, where, where, where you're carrying it into a place where it's, it gets dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically as a shepherd, right, as pastors, that's like our, that is our call, is to be um, shepherds, to guard the sheep, to tend the flock, to oversee the house, right? whatever title you put to your name, senior leader, shepherd, pastor, like as, as leaders in the house, that's our role. And I think what can be hard for people that do it and do it well is carrying adversity, carrying people's situations, circumstances, problems too far Mm -hmm. in their own lives. Mm -hmm. Now, 
we could talk for a long time. And if I sat with some of you and talked one-on-one, I, I could say like, oh, there's been moments where I've carried it for a long time because I had to and it was needed. There was a long-term situation or a longer thing drawn out. And But what I, what I really hope we can get to is like what what – what has been my process in these days and, and probably over the last two years with through, through the help of coaching and mentoring and counsel, like how do I handle situations that are a bummer, yeah. adversity, not just in the moment, but post. And I think one of the biggest keys, once again, it's like my TED talk, here's a key, but I, 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 it's helped me. So I hope it helps you, pastor, um, who's listening or leader is to make sure that I right-size mm-hmm. the problem. That probably is the name of this episode. Mm-hmm. Right-sizing the problem. Um, problems come in all different shapes and sizes. S- adversity comes in all different ways. Um, adversity could not be always people-oriented, but mm-hmm. adversity could be um, finances. Adversity mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. be your own personal family's going through something significant, and you have to be able to carry that while also leading. And I think one of the things that I didn't do well early on, and I still don't, um, I'm learning, um, is that I I would make a problem bigger um, than what it actually was. Mm. And I think coming in to help with the Holy Spirit and also coaching, like I've said, um, mentors and coaches who have helped me process out how big is this problem? Mm-hmm. And how much does this problem actually affect me? Yeah. And then the third question being, what is God saying about this problem? Mm-hmm. Those three things have been crucial for me. To walk away from a moment, a decision, conversation, like whatever that is, and sitting with it and being like, okay, did I handle it well? Uh, maybe, maybe not, probably not, yes. Like going down the line of like, what could have I done? And then going, okay, Lord, what actually is going on in this situation? Mm-hmm. And how big do I need to make this? Or how much do I just, how, how much of this do I need to give to you? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like how much do I actually just lay down and give it to you, Lord? Or actually, are you calling me to take and continuing to process this stuff out? Yeah. Right sizing the issue is a really important thing. Yeah. And I guess too, it's like one of those things I'm just thinking is like, how do you, I know it's a lot of like processing and things like that, but then how do you decide like, okay, this is something that I should stick with or this is something I guess I'm trying to figure out like if something is so big to someone else. Yeah. Like how do you not downplay it? How do you not downplay it to be like either whether that's like passing on to a different leader or being like, okay, this is not to say dramatic, but like, it's like, okay, this is becoming too big. We need to do this, but being sensitive to that, I guess, if it is involving people. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. People related is sometimes is is oftentimes different than situations Mm -hmm. or decision making when it comes to adversity. People related when it comes to handling adversity with people, it's a dance. It's truly a dance. And I think I've said that before. It's a, it's a delicate dance with wisdom and strength from the Holy Spirit and um, having the word, the Bible, the scriptures really guide those situations. So you know me and, and, and our church knows that like I don't base my life off of anything else apart from what the word says. Yeah. I, I believe that. So like when situations come up with people, I go to the to the word immediately. Mm-hmm. So if I know I'm walking into a um, counseling session, a moment, whatever it is, a, a, an adversity moment, I have already begun to look at what the word says about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, so totally. when I when I can bring the word 
Um, if it is, I'm trying to be careful of like scenarios. This is, this is made up true. It's yeah. not like a, it could probably fall in a lot of categories of, or moments of church leaders, but like a, a, a gossip moment where it's mm-hmm. now just become burning toxic. It's bad. I go to the Lord first before going into that meeting yeah. to address it built up in him, equipped with the word. And then when I'm done in that type of scenario, I know that I've taught the word, used the word to help correct, heal, mm-hmm. strengthen. I can leave that moment yeah. going. Settled. I don't have to, I don't, yeah. I've done what I needed to do. I've, I've, I've done what the word says. I can mm-hmm. dress it, correct it, move on. Yep. If there's an adversity moment where it gets a little deeper with people, that's where you have to like, sit with the Holy Spirit and go, Holy Spirit, how much of this is me? How much of this? So like, right, I think maybe what you're getting yeah. at is like, how do you handle when there's um, personal things like between myself and a staff or you church mm-hmm. leader with yourself and a staff or yourself and a church attendee mm-hmm. and they're going like, you did this or this or I felt this way, da, da, da. You know, it's like, that's adversity. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's an obstacle. That's a block that you are now facing. And I think it's going, Holy Spirit, where am I wrong in this? Yeah. Um, this has been crucial. It made, yeah. I, remind me, Rich, if we said this before. I was just recently at a p- pastor's conference. And um, a very well-known, and some of you might listen to this. You were there. It's a very big pastor's conference. Very well-known uh, leader in the church. Mm-hmm. Incredible ministry, incredible man. Literally said that the prayer he's been praying for the last year, every single day, is, Lord, show me where I've been deceived. Ugh. Like, show me where I've been deceived. Mm-hmm. And he's like, in my family, in my marriage, in my leadership, in my decision-making. And he's like, every day he's going, Lord, is, has there been any parts of my heart, decisions, leadership, mouth, like speaking, been deceived and not operated the way you've wanted me to operate? And I think that question hit me. That, that, that moment like where he posed that question before the Lord has hit my heart. Yeah, And that was back in like, late September, mm-hmm. and I've been praying, Lord, where have I been deceived in this? Mm. And I think that's a really good question to ask in the face of adversity. Yeah. Because what we can do with adversity is like, well, this isn't my problem. This isn't my issue. Just move forward. Yeah. Well, you're going to have some, some things to deal with. It's going to linger. Yeah. Or you say, Holy Spirit, help me not to be deceived in this. Help me to handle this biblically, right? And help me to give the word mm-hmm. to, to what is going on here. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I've done what I, I need to do and I can do. Does that make sense? I'm no, right, but to- forgive no. me, but... I think it totally makes sense because I also think that like just even having that moment to reflect and moment to have a bit more peace in the situation. Like you can walk into any situation having a lot more peace with it, knowing that you've made that time, had that time with the Lord to be like, okay, like at least to as the best of my ability, I'm walking in the way that the Lord is speaking to me. hundred percent. And so, and I would think too that whoever you're talking to, if you're bringing the word and having those things would be able to at least have a little bit more open ears than it just being like, it's just coming from JP. Like it's coming with JP with like wisdom and knowledge and discernment. Great point. I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that's a really crucial thing is one of the things that I've learned is you put, you've played high level volleyball D one. I didn't play D (laughs) one. I wasn't as great as an athlete as Rachel here. Um, but I played sports in college. We, you know, like you, um, you face adversity with talent and willpower. Would you would you yeah. say that's true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the ministry or in leading, you can't face adversity with willpower. <laughs> yeah, it's quite different. And talent. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that um, is crucial to remember is like I can't face adversity apart from 
apart from doing it with Jesus, mm-hmm. apart from knowing his word. Mm-hmm. So if I go into a meeting with somebody and I'm like, well, this is what I know or I feel and it's not according to what he says mm-hmm. and according to how, how the Holy Spirit works and operates, then I'm just handling adversity based off of skills and talent. Yeah. And that doesn't help in this context of church leadership. I don't know. You just said yeah. something and I was like, oh, that's really good because yeah. it's not we as leaders think that our leadership is going to carry us through like all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, nope, nope. I need him. Mm-hmm. And when we come with the word, it does do what the word says. It's for sure helps. It corrects. Yeah. It heals. It's a balm. Yeah. Right. It, and so anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. I think it just, yeah, it just adds that more, it adds more backing. I think like at the end of the day, that's what it's doing and giving more, um, I don't know if like proof or evidence is like the right word, but like, you know, we have something to lean back on yeah, it's and that's the foundation. Of it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And so I think one of the things is like, okay, it's, is it just continually going back to the Lord? And as I'm saying this, I'm like, obviously yes. <laughs> of like through these situations when it's like different pushback or you're getting maybe even if it's like different, uh, feedback from some other like, peers that are in like the same situation as or the same I guess like leadership levels or things like that of like really just trusting your decisions or thought process in that like I guess I'm not saying like if there's certain decisions that you're making and right sizing an issue yeah and then is it just like reevaluating as situations go on yeah I think it's consistently knowing when the time is that this the situation's done yeah you've made the decision you've process with the Lord yep, and it's done. Yep. Now it's time to move forward. Then there's moments where I'm like, okay, the, the Lord is obviously trying to teach me something. Mm. And so I'm not done with this moment yet of learning yep. and discovering. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I think it's, it's once again, it's go, being very sensitive to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being very aware of like how much you need to give to it versus not. Yeah. Um, I think, I think one of the things with adversity is understanding that when it comes to people, there's not a formula. Yeah. When it comes to situations, you can there's be a not little a, f- bit yeah, but there's still not a formula. formula, but you can still have a little bit more, um, there's a little less pressure in it. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll you know, make an example right now. If the, if the adversity is, well, this is a real scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in year three of the church. We had an incredible spot. We were meeting, church was growing. We found out the building we were in sold. Mm-hmm. and we had a moment to go find a new space. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a major city, um, even if you're not, it's probably difficult too. It's It was an extremely difficult process to go find a space. Mm-hmm. And we had a few months. And I remember at, towards the end of the process, yelling to the Lord, like, I am, I've, we have searched time while we've gone through I don't even know, 30, 40 spaces trying to mm-hmm. find where God you're going to put us. Like this feels like this obstacle, mm-hmm. AKA adversity is never going to be overcome. Yep. And I remember the the Holy Spirit saying to me like, Hey, right size this problem. Mm. Like I've called Oasis. I've called this house. Like don't let the, the giants, you know, we were talking before yeah. we got on of, of um, Caleb going out, you know, as a 12 spies and coming back and, they're all like, it's got amazing grapes and honey mm-hmm. and all that milk. And they're like, but there's giants there. Mm-hmm. And Caleb's like, well, let's go take possession of the land. Yeah. And it's almost the flipping of where the, where the, 
where the 10 spies go like, like we're, we're grasshoppers to them. And I feel like this is not, I'm not adding to the scriptures, but it's not anti-Bible. It's like, I feel like Caleb probably was like, yeah, but they look like grasshoppers to God. Mm -hmm. And I think that in that moment when the Holy Spirit's like, hey, listen, remind yourself, reminding me of what he said about our church. I had to start right-sizing the adversity in front of me. Okay, Lord, you've called us. You've said that this is a church that you want to, you want to move through. You want to build. We're just in a point of adversity and you're actually developing me more. And so I can't get out of this. I can't just like run and bury my head. I can't just run and be like, it's going to work itself out. Like pray. And it's like, yes, pray. We are praying church. We believe in the power of prayer. But the Lord was like, you actually are growing in this. You need to learn in this. And I remember then I just started to say like, Lord, I began to actually thank him for the space Mm -hmm. that we did not have. Yeah. I remember I was right sizing the problem. Like, Lord, you've, I was putting the promises back on my mouth about mm. what he said and what he, so, so this was a situational thing. And lo and behold, like two weeks later, yeah, the space we're in now currently came up and it was a, it was a powerful thing, but it's learning. Like I was at, I, I felt very much at a point of like deflated yeah, and I felt like the adversity hit me too hard. And now looking back in that truth be told now six years, seven years into seven years into this, that was such a small moment of adversity. <laughs> You're like, if I had only known. But it was so big. And I think that's the that's the cool thing about adversity is like yeah. the Lord entrusts you with more and more as yeah. you face adversity in the most best in the best way possible that you know how with him, that he actually gives you more adversity and yeah. more obstacles and more challenges. I don't I don't like the saying that bigger devils mean bigger blessings. I've heard people say that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, sometimes devils are happening because you've allowed them to. Yeah. <laughs> I do think, though, there's greater challenges when the Lord is entrusting you with, with greater yep. greater things. Yeah. Right? And I think there's, I think it goes, like, both ways because then they're, you're just, you're getting the strength and power through those moments and, like, through the Lord. Like, with Caleb, he was like, no, no, we have the 100%. armor. We have, we have no him. No matter what size we are. And so you can go into those moments. I think you, you maybe said this last time where it was like you, we go into fire as pastors and we don't come out burned, but you come out with wisdom. And yeah. so I think like through those challenges that like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe it was made up a little bit too big in your head of the location, yeah. but then like you went through so much and learned so much to be able to hand some more adversities here. Yes. Um, yes. yes. And so I think it is, it's like having to then revisit yourself and say, okay, let's like take a moment. Like, let me be with the Lord and say like, is this, how much is this is as big as I'm making it? Exactly. Or how much it. can you would just like actually, yeah, Lord, create, like how much we, can you do? Yeah. And we create narratives as leaders in our head. Yeah. Maybe some of you don't, but some of you are listening right now. You're like, I do that. I, I create yeah. scenarios, situations that the Lord's like, I know I didn't, mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that in this situation or mm-hmm. that's not even what's happening. Yeah. So we got to be very careful of in adversity starting to wrongly size yeah. problems and go like, man, this is not that big or, Hey, this is a big deal, mm-hmm. but this is what the Lord says about it. Yeah. And getting his perspective on the, on mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can get his perspective, I'll wrap with this. If we can get his perspective on the situations, yeah, that's why we have to have soft heart yeah, and tough skin. The soft heart is our responsibility mm-hmm. to, to go and say like, Lord, what are you saying about this scenario? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you saying this or this like what is truth in all this Mm -hmm. and what is like the lie of the enemy that's trying to just get our eyes off of what's actually happening and pastors we need to be aware of that like 
man, COVID, all this stuff, we had yeah. we had to really be able to right size the problems and situations mm-hmm. and get God's perspective and eyes on it. Yeah. And we need to do that as leaders moving forward. Yeah. It'll help with us as, as we face adversity. Yeah. And I think it just helps as you deal with people too. If while yeah, like knowing like this is not knowing that, a big deal. Yeah. Like or it is a big deal to them. But if we can just help them mm-hmm. right size what's going on in their exactly. lives, right size the problem, show it's them the father's effect. heart in it. Yeah. It's a different game. Yep. It's a different we're in a different ball game in a good way. Yeah. So totally. I think it's a great great perspective. Just right sizing the giant, you know? Yeah. And Hope that helps. Hope that encourages. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Hope you had a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes. And we'll talk to you all next time on Ordinary Pastor. Talk soon.